Blog Talk Radio. Hi everybody! Well, I forgot what my part is. It's like being on stage and forgetting your lines. I'm just sitting here. <laughs> Didn't you do that in a play? What did you do once? In a play. In a play. I, I forgot my line and I said the first line of the play and everybody in the cast went back and started to play all over again. And it ended up being like, what, five and a half About hours? Five hours, and the audience was scratching their heads trying to decide what the meaning of the play was. <laughs> yeah, some happy cast members, I'm sure. And your, wasn't your drama teacher, like, beside himself? Oh, yeah. Uh, my A suddenly went to a C minor. <laughs> anyway, it's the Neil and Kristen Baker Psychic Hour, and I am awake. And here, present. Okay, nine one four three three eight zero one six four. Press one if you'd like to speak with us. And um, and we invite you to join us on Facebook, Twitter, and I'm sorry, X X. Of course, if I'm not going to remember to start the show today, I'm not going to remember Twitter's become X. So I'm yeah. a little bit um, sleepy, I guess. X, formerly known as Twitter, which we never post on anyway. I don't know. Facebook is our main. Uh, our main site. We don't do Instagram. We don't do Instagram. Why don't we do Instagram? Because when Instagram's like all about pictures. We post pictures, but very limited pictures. It's really not about our personal lives. It's no. about about the work that we do. So I mean, Instagram would be kind of silly for us. What are we going to do? Post a picture of. No, could care less. Yeah, I mean, not good. I mean, we could construct something where we were just talking about chakras and doing some teaching online, but then we're also, you know, doing a lot of work for not a lot of return. So, no, we're not on Instagram. We are on Facebook and on X, formerly known as Twitter. We'd like it if you follow us there, and you can follow us on Blog Talk Radio as well. Please do so if you haven't done so already. Okay. I guess that's it. Oh, we have a donation um, link. If you're inclined to donate, because this is a free service we offer, please do so by using the donate link in the show description, or you can Facebook message me, a type zero will bring you on the air. Hi. Hello. How are you guys doing? Oh, hi, Michelle. Hi. Hey, hey. Doing okay. Well, I... Yeah, well, I... I'm having a rheumatoid flare-up, and it's like I need to get it in readmission and to get it to slow down. Cause it's very crippling, you know. And well, you um, know, I thought of that. I thought of your illness last time you called. We didn't talk about it, but I wondered how the idea of progressing because we talked about it in the past. So you're going through a flare. 
Yeah, you know, it's never going to stop. I mean, it slowly progresses, you know. Yeah, um, I know that. So I'm I'm just wanting to find out what you would feel is the best thing to, to help me get into re-emission. Um, now, I am going to do something that I've done in the past, and I feel like it's beneficial. I just wanted to get y'all's input on it. It's called ozone therapy. So basically, it puts more oxygen in your blood. It's a holistic. Um, I did it before, and I felt like it helped. But then I was also taking a collagen powder at the same time, so maybe it helped in combination. I don't know. Um, but I just wanted to see what y'all's intake was on it and what you would feel is best to help it. You know, I mean, I've learned to deal with it. I mean, it's pain every day. and But I try to do it all holistically. So Neil might be getting something, but I got something immediately that I want to share with you, and then I Googled it online to make sure because, I, I mean, it was long hit and I thought well I gotta have more information about this what I'm getting I was getting bees honey so uh, I'll address that oxygen therapy which I think will be good too but also manuka honey it's actually manuka honey was what I was getting so manuka honey is an anti-inflammatory and there has actually been studies Michelle by the National Institute of Health which is a major you know I mean it's a government um, agency, and this is a uh, scholarly article on the therapeutic potential of bioactive compounds in honey for treating osteoarthritis. But they, but it goes on to talk about manuka honey, eating small amounts regularly, having a great effect on your body. So it's something that you can easily incorporate. I mean, it's not, it's not super cheap. Manuka honey is pretty expensive, but uh huh. There has been research done that it has been effective. I think we talked in her reading, because we did a private her, about oxygen therapy being beneficial to her. Yeah. So I think that's also going to be very beneficial for you. The oxygen therapy? Yeah. yeah. Do you want to tell? No, I, I agree. That, that's one I would choose. Well, she can do the manure. Yeah. Too. Both. Both. You know, we can't give out medical advice, right. uh, Michelle, but we can give you our psychic take on things, and I think those would be good. Okay. So, so you think the ozone therapy would be good and the manuka yeah. honey? Yeah. Is the ozone therapy covered by your insurance? Oh, no. you got to pay for it out of pocket. You know, it's, it's like a hundred... One of your underlying issues is stress. And she's got a lot of it. So uh, if your stress level is connecting with your brain waves, and you're, because part of the problem you're having is your brain is saying you're in pain. Oh, yeah. So you have to, you have to think of how much you're influencing your brain to send out those signals through your nerves. That's do you just we, there's an article in the LA Times about this about pain and the fact that your brain obviously we know the brain is responsible but you can control your pain levels uh, even if you're seriously ill with well, brain. Well, the pain the pain level is very high up there, and I'm very strong willed and I don't want to take pain medicine. 
Um, so I try, well, try yeah, to things like a make three and stuff like that. See, but that's your problem. If you're strong-willed and you're thinking about your pain, you're going to you're going to increase your pain. If you're strong-willed, huh. I would tell my brain I don't have any pain. I have no pain. I because your brain okay. will send out different energy. Now you may not believe those words, but you got to say them with all your passion. Because the influence of the brain going to the nerves, going to the areas of pain, are all synonymous with the thought process. So I would literally contradict your pain, and and in addition to what you your remedies, I would put out positive thinking. And I would not allow your family to bring stress to you. You know, you 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 have a family that has a lot of stress in it and they tend to gravitate towards you. So I would really put put mental barriers around that without alienating yourself from your family. Right. Yeah um, so go ahead. I was going to ask, um, what would you feel is the most beneficial thing for me to eat? Um, uh, well, I'm going to tell you right off, bananas. Huh? Bananas. Bananas? Yeah. But, yeah, because... Um, that was a crisis. That was that didn't come from any yep. knowledge. Well, maybe you have knowledge about that. Was just a psychic, so that was just a psychic. So that was just a psychic uh, thing that yeah. came up for you to say bananas. Yeah, that's right. But but there are anti-inflammatory foods. You know things like grapes. Grapes. Um, green. Pumpkin. <laughs> you know, you can eat pumpkin, grapes, um, a lot of fruits. You know, believe it or not, lemons will fight inflammation. Uh, that's, you know, uh, citrus can be inflammatory, though. I would stay away from lemons. citrus. Other citrus. I'm yeah, saying. I, I said lemons. Olive green, yeah. Greens, like collard greens. Nuts. Yeah, but I, it is, I ain't had colored greens in a while. I would, I would stay away from meat because that's inflammatory. That's going to increase inflammation. And I'm not just saying that because we're vegetarians. I mean, it really does increase veg, uh, inflammation does, as well. I noticed if I, if I eat red meat, I do yeah. flare up. Yeah, it's red meat, they say, probably. It's, you know, you don't eat. I know you're not a vegetarian. You're probably better off with, like, white meat chicken, things like that, but, um, you know, refined foods. But additionally, I found another article that talks about rheumatoid arthritis, and it's also by the NIH, and it talks about, hold on just a sec, it says the effect, of, it's a study that was done in the effect of Manuka honey on DHL-60 cytokine, chemokine, and matrix-degrading enzyme release under inflammatory conditions. And um, so it it helps that what the 
the agents that are released when your body's fighting inflammation to uh-huh. not be released. And it mentions rheumatoid arthritis in this article. So I would put honey huh. on your bananas. Manuka honey, though, it's M-A-N-U-K-A, and it's I've got it. some at the house. <laughs> Do you? Is I it a good it, yeah. brand? Is it a good brand? Uh, you want to make sure you're getting it from a good source. I mean, it is expensive. Yeah, it, yeah, it was expensive. Um, so eat that. Eat that. I, and, I got know, it Go ahead. I, I got it like at uh, TJ Maxx or, or something like that, I think, you know, where they have discounted stuff. But it was yeah. a Manuka honey. I'm like, I'll keep this in case I ever get sick and I need it. <laughs> Yeah, I would put like incorporate into your diet regularly, especially because you've got this condition. Oh yeah, I have to try that. Yeah, and research it. You know, you can research what's going to be good for rheumatoid arthritis as well. But we've given you our suggestions, and hopefully, hopefully. Oh, I have all kinds of research. I just wanted y'all's opinion. No, of course. Well, we came up with some stuff for you, Michelle. So, and you happen to have a bottle sitting on your shelf, which is funny. Not funny, but yeah. coincidental. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay. Give me some bananas. Yeah, thank you got to you go, so much, go to the grocery guys. store. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Y'all have a blessed one. You too. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Okay. Hi, Dion. Hi. Hi. So confirmation. I wanted to start off with a confirmation. I took Cupid to the vet on Monday. He said that, yes, Cupid has kidney disease, but he can still live a long time with that as long as he takes his water treatment. So... He's not anywhere near the final stages of his life, but he yeah. is on a restricted diet. But Neil did say <laughs> that indicated that, you know, your kids can live a long time and that he didn't feel like, you know, the Grim Reaper was like right outside the door. So Yeah. Which is very good. Feel better. Yeah. Yeah. Good news. Yeah. And um, I don't know. Okay, so I signed up for the new health insurance because it has more resources for what I need right now. Hopefully that was a good move on my part. But I think what I struggle with is, like, so I practice the law of attraction, you know. And so for me, I feel like, you know, there's going to be a time where I'll be able to, like, not have to, you know, live, like, with such restrictions like I am now. Right. But sometimes I feel like I don't know if I'm way off base with that. I don't know. I just, okay, so, like, I feel like I'll be able to buy a home and then, like, because the fastest way to build wealth is through real estate. So even though, like, the position I'm in now is whatever I'm in now, I feel like, at some point in the future, I'll be able to get back on my feet and sell again. 
You know what I'm saying? may take time or may not take time, but the difference between the law of attraction and, like, destiny, how do you know the difference? Well, I mean, we, you can look at karma and, and, and determine destiny, like if someone's destined. I mean, and destiny is difficult because there's karmic destiny and there's destiny destiny. Someone who becomes president of the United States there's a destiny line to become president. That's, that's, you know, like a Martin or a John F. Kennedy destiny. So it's difficult. I mean, your karma Dion is, 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 is challenging, but it also has a strange dichotomy because you seem to get very lucky and, you know, your needs are totally met. You went through all the stress, but then now you, you're, you're kind of set. Now, it's not wrong to aspire to, to want better things for yourself. I think that's great. But who are we talking to about remaining in the process? I don't, it doesn't matter who, but what we were talking to someone about remaining, be, being in the process of what, their life was going through rather than, you know, trying to get to, you know, whatever point they want to get to. I can't remember. No, you mentioned mentioned the name, but do you remember the conversation? Okay, go ahead, Dion. Well, what happens is, is that, okay, so now I'm stable, right? I'm stable. Yeah. But then my mind keeps wanting me to go in other places and when I get these, ide- these, you know, ideas, then I start working on them, you know, with the law of attraction. But what happens is, is it, it becomes like self-sabotage in a way. Because, well, yeah. like, go I ahead. just got, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to figure out how to stop doing that. Well, you, yeah, and you did just get it. Your, you just, you haven't been at your apartment for more than six months, have you? Um, it doesn't see. really matter. It's been under a year. No, just, it's only been four months. Four months. And you applied, yes, this is what I wanted to mention. It, you applied for this other insurance, and then it was like for people with disabilities, mental disabilities or something, so they can live independently and not live um like in a in a place in a in an institution or institutionalized well, setting. It's not. It's well, no, it's not. It's well, some of it might be that way, but like, okay, so basically they have programs for people to transition into independent living, so they can own their own home, so they don't have to live with such restrictions. Because mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Go ahead. Well, I'm just I'm just thinking like ahead. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like that's a good program for somebody like me who does want to transition into living more on my own rules versus I feel like I'm kind of a little bit on lockdown here. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's the option of number one, looking at other apartments, which we talked about, and I think that's okay if you don't want to live at that facility. There are other places that are gonna that can take your voucher. 
And since you're in a facility already and you don't, you're not in this rush like you were when you were living in your car, I think it's okay to go look at other places and see if there's openings and you can do it at your leisure and not have to be pressured like you were. And it was so stressful trying to get into a place because you were living in your car. I mean, that was horrible. But when I look at what you sent me, this sounds to me, and I don't know, Neil, if you would agree with me, because I did show it to Neil as well before we started the show. This to me sounds like people, and you may have anxiety and depression and PTSD or whatever, but you are, these are like mental, mentally ill. We've got to put people into categories, people that have the things that you have. And then, you know, the other category, paranoid schizophrenics, people that are severely mentally ill that are on heavy medications that are in, and this says, this says, instead of living in a facility, you're not living in a facility. You're in, you are independent. You're living independently. You have disability covering your bills. You're not living in a facility. You're living in an apartment independently. So I don't know if what you sent applies to people that are really on lockdown trying to transition out. So what, like if they review your materials for this program, I'm not sure if you're going to be accepted because essentially you are living on your own. You are living in on okay, your own. But hear me out. Severely mentally here's, disabled. Here's, no, but it's also for people who suffer from substance abuse, which I don't, but it's not, it's actually more of a wide variety of a um, program. It's more, you know, than just like that. But, but how I got involved with that was the lady who drives me to the doctor's appointment told me that that particular type of insurance has programs that would be able to put me in buildings that are better suited versus, like, just living with the seniors. Well, it's possible. That's why I, mean, I went that route. It's possible. It's possible, but you could also end up in a building full of people that have, and it says here, the program, the blah, I'm not going to say the program. This program gives eligible adults living with serious mental illness the opportunity to choose where they live and work, meaning you may end up, I mean, you're bothered by the seniors right now because they're, you know, it's kind of gossipy, catty. You know, there people turn on each other, and it's this stupid little social group that you don't like being a part of because of the personalities. Imagine living in a building with a, a a group of people that have serious drug addictions or seriously mentally ill. You're you may not be changing to you know your tr- transition to a, a a building like that may not be a better. that that option might not be better than what you're in. You may say, oh, my God, I'm living with a bunch of people that are out of their minds. (laughs) So that's my concern. I don't know. That's not the way it was explained to me, though. The way that it was explained to me is, okay. How do you interpret the text of this? Same way you are. I mean, I, you know, you can, Dion, you can, you follow your path. I don't get a good vibe about it. That's all I can tell you. I don't get a good vibe. But you need to follow your path, and, and I can't do your path for you. But if you're asking me personally, what do I think? Of, if you are perhaps asking, asking, I do not get a good vibe about going there. Now, that doesn't mean you can't okay, go. So I you go. What? Well, 
Dion, I mean, we're arguing about it, arguing about it. I, I think the ability to receive information, if you're calling a show and we're giving our advice and then we're start to argue is not good. That's not good. You're asking, you're calling and asking advice and I'm giving you my interpretation and you want to argue <laughs> about it. And it's, it's not no, a I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing. You did argue. I'm clarifying it. No, we are clear. Well, I apologize we are if clear. it came off like um, that. Okay. So that's not a program been... that's going to be for me. Well, I tried to tell you that, and I had yeah. to bring Neil in to get him to make you listen to what I was saying because you weren't listening to me. What I'm saying is, there are other places you can live with your voucher, which I told you about prior to getting this apartment. I said there are places in the more downtown area that might be more appealing because you're closer to, like, amenities. Um, not amenities, but, um, you know, restaurants, places where you can walk in the downtown area, more central to South Carolina. What I mean, though, North this Carolina. is a self-sabotage situation. As soon as I feel like, oh, that's a better route, now I have to call and straighten it out with the insurance company not to switch my coverage, which is more work for me. You know what I'm saying? I should have just known all that from the start, but how did you get that information? Because they didn't give that to me. I, you sent it to me. You sent this to me, Dion. I'm reading what they sent. Did you read it? <laughs> I'm reading you what they sent. No, yeah, it, it was on the website. Community Living provides eligible adults living with serious mental illness the opportunity to choose where they live and work. I mean, your disability may say you have a serious mental illness because you have ADHD or whatever, but you are not in the category of someone who is institutionalized. It's just a fact. Have you ever been institutionalized? No. Yeah. No. So no. you are not in that category. These are for people that are institutionalized, and they're trying to transition to a a non-institutionalized. It's very, I, I don't know. I mean, it's on the website. You're saying, I read it and went, this is not, this is not what you are qualified. So this, this involves changing your whole insurance. So the insurance... Could the insurance be, I don't know about this insurance, Dion. I don't know about the insurance. Is the insurance different than Medicaid? I don't understand. See, Dion, you better be careful. Your, your journey in life is that you get attacked. You've been attacked before, intellectually, emotionally, physically. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, you can take it or leave it, but I'm telling you that if you go to this facility, you're going to be attacked. You're going to be in harm's way. I mean, you're already and being it's attacked. Going to happen. Now, if you want to do this, fine. We have no, response. I don't want to do that. I wouldn't do it because I see you getting attacked by a paranoid schizophrenic, and you're going to get you're go, you're going to your life is going to be in jeopardy. So back to the original premise of the, what we were talking about. We were talking to someone. I don't know. I can't place the, the conversation, but Neil and I were discussing with someone about how instead of going, you know, we're psychic, so we jump ahead to the future, but, but there's also a part of, there's also a part of life that's not just 
you know, about manifesting what's in the future and acquiring and getting more and all, all of that. It's about being in the process of life and where you're at. And you have a tendency to not be satisfied with what you have. And what you have is a major blessing. And not wanting to own a home is not a bad goal. We support you in that goal. But right now is not the time for you to own a home, I don't think. Do you think it's time for you to own a not home? Yeah. Uh, not yet. It, it, it's a future thing that you could do, but not yet. And you're wanting to, to, to move the, the, the path along to that goal quicker than it's supposed to happen. I think it's okay. okay. If you want to well, then that's your, what I was trying to find out. Well, we, I, I told you. I told you. So regarding the health insurance, because I want to get clear so we can advise you right, this health insurance, you don't need to go to this transitional living program having this health insurance, right? No. I so thought it was just an additional benefit to help somebody with like me to like get to where I need to go utilizing a resource. I I didn't realize no, it was going to be so complicated. That's not how I, it, it looked to me. Yeah, but you have to look. No, Dion, you have to look at the environment. It may you may advance in life by living on a little tiny tiny patch of sand in alligator waters. And you have to swim every day out to sea to get certain resources. You're 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 equating an advancement with a hostile environment, yeah. and you're putting yourself around people who who are institutionalized, maybe criminally insane, and could just look at you and want to rape you, kill you. <laughs> you you have a problem with, as you know, outside influences. You've been attacked. You've lost a lot. Now you're going to put yourself among criminally insane people with severe mental issues because you want to get ahead. And, it, and we're seeing that you will be in harm's way. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Dion, so this is the question because we have to get your insurance straightened out. You said you tr- tried to transfer your insurance. So this program um, I, I don't even know if you're going to be accepted because they're going to see you're living independently and probably deny you anyway. So, I mean, it doesn't really matter. I don't think that you apply. They, they did approve me for it. Then it was a second. Okay, as far as the insurance goes, they approved me for it. The program was a separate program that, that was advertised through their um, – it was a separate program that you could apply for that they advertise, but, I mean, I don't have to switch. Right. I I guess I was signing up for something different. That's not how I took it. That's what I called. That's the problem. That's the problem, problem, though. That's the problem that I see because it's very clear what it says. That's why I asked you in text. I said, "What? What's your? What are your mental? What's your mental illness?" And you listed it. I thought, okay, maybe there's something I don't know about, you know, a diagnosis that, you know, you're bipolar, or, you know, I, I mean, I don't I'm not think, bipolar. Right. So maybe there's something I didn't know. Like that would be maybe something that I could say. Well, that that could be a serious mental illness. But what you wrote down 
doesn't seem to qualify you, and these are people that were previously institutionalized that are transitioning. It says it in the, it says it on the website. It says it helps people transition that were living in a facility. You've got to be careful okay, about what you apply for and what you read online because you're not, you're, 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 you're not, your your goals to get yourself into a better position in life are not you're not clear about what you're reading, which is very very obvious to me in this. And it was obvious to Neil too. So you're not you're not being you're, well. I'll, you, I'll send you the information that I was looking at. Okay, you did, and and. You did send me the information you were the looking at. The actual program. Screenshot. The awesome program. I just, this, the overview you sent me, and the overview is not good. It's not a good vibe. In the, when we go through my the text that we have, you said, you know, I might want to get out of this place. I don't like the seniors, the drama. I said, I don't think that's a bad idea. If you want to look at other appointments on your voucher, do that. Does the health insurance, changing that health insurance, affect your ability to get any medical benefits that you previously had? Are you going to be able to get everything you were getting from the previous insurance? I, I, don't, I don't know. I, they, they weren't very clear. Like, you don't find out anything until it switches over, but I don't have to switch over. Tomorrow would be the time that I would switch over. I can just call them and tell them it's a no. But I, I just think you, you, changing your insurance like that be, without really knowing what you're getting is is not a good idea. I mean, you've got to compare if you have the time before you make a decision. If there are more benefits that this program has, this insurance, you've got to compare apples to oranges. Like, are you able to get, you know, the no co-pays? Total care for your other health issues so that you have. The no copays was was this health insurance company. Uh-huh. Um, but the main reason why I was switching was to get help with like I thought it was more of like when they said independent living, I thought it was more like going to be like a transition into like how to you know people with disabilities can purchase a home or you know what I'm saying like I was looking more to like plan for my future not that it was like a like a nami program national association no. for mental no. illness it says participants are linked to local behavioral health care providers in their community to support their whole pers- person care it assists participants in learning everyday skills do you not have everyday skills you have everyday skills no i do Right. Why would you need this uh, taking part in community activities and sharing their lives with family, friends, and neighbors? It's 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 putting people together. It's putting people that have a history of being institutionalized. Well, no, it's uh, okay. Yeah. So it says TCL connects people to mental and physical health care services and supports that help them maintain a home in their name instead of living in a facility. But right. you're saying that the facility is like a mental facility. What I'm saying, yeah, they're living, they're not transitioning from living in an apartment. 
I mean, it says, I'm going to read again, the transition communities, as we've already said it, transition to community living program gives eligible adults living with serious mental illness the opportunity to choose where they live and work. That means these people were previously unable to choose where they live and work because they were in a position where they were much more locked down because of their mental illness. You have freedom to come and go as you please. You do live in your own home. It's not a home in, in, if you're classifying a home by being a single family home, but it is your own space. These are, this is talking about people that okay. could not live on their own before. It's really okay, so sp- I didn't very take simple it like that. I took it like, well, oh my gosh. It says transition. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You didn't take it like that. This is how we're interpreting it. Neil's interpreting it that way, and I'm interpreting that way. And we're continu- now we're arguing okay. again. So I don't want to argue. I'm not arguing with you. We don't see. Neither do I. I want to get on the phone and make sure that I can cancel this before tomorrow. I think you need to figure out if this health policy is going to be better overall than what you have as well. If you want to cancel the application, yeah, I think you should cancel the application to the community living deal. But um, if you changed your whole entire health insurance based on this because you thought a home meant you're going to buy a home, that was not wise. And you've got to figure out what your insurance offers and what they offer. So get on the phone with somebody that can go over your benefits and say, these are my benefits right now with Medicaid. What kind of, if you have a private carrier, I mean, like, does it, your Medicaid, so have, like how, how does it work? I don't understand. Does your Medicaid go through this company or what? No, they have a broker that you have to call and talk to about any changes that you have that you want made. But unfortunately, like any time I called to ask about this program, because it sounded too good to be true, you know what I mean? I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, how come nobody else has heard about this, you know? You have to remember that the initial information that I got was from somebody who was driving me to the doctor. And so she made it sound like it was completely different than, than what you're saying. Well, I don't know what your conversation was with her. What you gave, I don't know what your conversation was with her. And I don't know, um, I don't know, I don't know what she told you. But I know what is, what you sent. And I'm basing it on what you sent. Who knows, who is she? This woman. That you got information from just some random person driving you is she an uber driver or is she driving for uh, medicaid she drives for medicaid and she and she picks people up from different apartment buildings so and she, she said you okay. go ahead she said that she picks people up from different apartment buildings that are much newer and much nicer apartments and they were able to get in there because they were able to have a caseworker help them with their housing needs through this through this Medicaid Direct program and then helps with housing assistance. And it does say we help with housing assistance. And then when I called and I inquired about it, 
the lady said that, <clears throat> yes, there's housing and legal help available. You have to apply for it. So I started to apply, and it took a month. And then they finally approved me, and so I was looking into it more to see how I could, you know, get on involved in the special programs or whatever. Um, and it just seemed like it was kind of, I don't know, too good to be true type of thing. That's why I was like, I better call and find out what you think here. Well, I mean, Dion, a month ago you didn't tell me. You, were, you just told us, like, yes, two days ago that you were doing this. You didn't tell us a month ago you were planning on changing over your whole Medicaid. And I'm now I'm on the site, and it's saying for this is for Medicaid beneficiaries with serious mental illness, serious emotional disturbance, severe substance abuse disorder, intellectual developmental disabilities, or traumatic brain injury. That that is not you. Maybe they can offer you assistance, like the legal help and all that. But it sounds like this is pigeonholing into you into a a an area which you don't, I mean, you're not seriously mentally ill or emotional, you don't have a serious emotional disturbance. These are people that are like banging their heads on a wall in a padded room. I, yeah, I mean, it's, Dion, I just, uh, we've, frustrating. Already, we've already said to you our opinion. You can talk to Kingdom Come That's about. fine. I you understand. Know. And you yeah. should have told us, I mean, we're helping to, you, were help, you didn't tell us. Until now, I mean, you are free to live your life the way you want to. You are not under our control. But if you are going to ask our advice, and you do, you call our show regularly and we communicate through text, that is a major thing to, like, not mention until, like, you get approved. That's major. Okay. And so, so now we're being so – now page, you're telling us – The page that I'm reading, the page all, that I'm reading – I'm going to send to you about the program that I was going to sign up for. It doesn't say anything about anybody living in a facility that I can see. Dion, I'm on the main site. At all. On the main site. Then you didn't do good research. You didn't do good research. I'm on just the I main page. I probably didn't. Well, I mean, I, I got didn't. it. Like I said, I don't want to argue. I got it from what you sent me. And then when I go deeper, it's worse. When I go deeper, it gets worse. And that's just going to their homepage. Okay. I, okay. So I mean, that's that's what I think. I think you need to call them. That's what I suggest. I we've got to go. Call them right now. Okay. Bye. We're gonna take the other caller. Okay. Bye. Okay. Michelle called back. <laughs> Hi, Michelle. Hey, I'm calling you guys back. <laughs> okay. I thought, well, if you didn't have anybody, hopefully you would answer. But I forgot to ask you, um, my my metabolism is at a standstill, and it's like I don't know what to do to get it jump-started. I've tried everything, and I think it's my hormones and my age, and it's, I'm, I'm not gaining, and I'm not losing. I'm not gaining, and I'm not losing. I'm like, how do I jump-start it? Have you had your hormones tested? Oh, yes. I'm post-menopause. Because your post-menopause, are they, are they supplementing? Are you on, bio, like, bioidentical hormones? Oh, no, no, no. That would interfere with my heart, so I can't take that. You can't take do hormone replacement therapy? Nope. Mm. 
that's too bad because that 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 would help. But oh, if you're unable to do that, my hair, my hair started falling out and it gave me awful headaches. And I even tried the natural ones. You know, I thought about trying the pellets, but once you get the natural pellets, then you, there's no way to get it out until it just wears off in time. You know. Um, I don't know, Michelle. I mean, what is your diet like? Uh, well, I try to eat very, very healthy and uh, an anti-inflammatory diet. Um, I'm just very cautious, you know, like I eat celery. You know, celery is good for uh, inflammation and um, just, you know, I'm, I'm, and I try not, and I really don't eat a whole lot, you know. And so I usually only ate one meal a day, which is bad. So then I started incorporating eating like an egg in the morning and uh, eating a little, because, you know, when you don't eat, then it causes your body to store fat. So I'm used to only eating one time a day because I was a truck driver, you know. So then I had to, did research. I'm like, well, you know, your body's kind of at a standstill. It'll start storing fat if you don't eat. So I started trying to eat a little bit, snacking like nuts and, 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 you know, strawberries, healthy things during the day. So I just don't know what to do. I don't know what I'm doing wrong, you know, to get it jump started. Well, I think it's hormones, personally. Go ahead. Well, again, uh, you know, what I look to see is you're a very, your breath combined with death. You don't, you could benefit by deeper breathing. And is that goes back to the oxygen, yeah, the oxygen your, therapy. Your oxygen therapy is going to increase your, uh, your aging process to such an extent that it will actually decrease the aging process and give you some of the vitality you need. Also, um, dark grapes. Not green grapes, dark grapes. Because it has more of the... I can't hardly hear them. I can't hardly hear them. Because you're in a car, you're driving. Tell tell her what I said. You, dark grapes. Dark, you know, grape. dark grapes. Maybe a, a half a glass of dark wine a night. Dark um, wine. You know, dark red wine. Red wine. It's called red wine, it's not it's dark, dark wine. That's because it's so classy. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and uh, and uh, breathing, deep breathing. You're you you're you're breathing. You have very short breath. Okay. So, so increase, your, increase your breathing exercises. Um, you know, purple grapes and uh, red wine. Okay. I'll have to try that. Because, yeah, I, yeah. I eat green, green grapes and, and green apples. <laughs> no, no, no. You need, you need uh, purple, the purple grapes. Okay. Purple grapes and yeah. deeper breathing. I've been trying to do yoga, so I'm learning to relax, you know. That helps with the breath. That's fine. That's fine. But it's not just posture. It's the act of just breathing and sending oxygen to your all parts of your body. So you I got to, you. You have to look up oxygen breathing, increasing your oxygen oh. through breath. To your body okay. and to your body. You look that up. Okay, I will. And I guess me doing the ozone therapy will probably help too. 
Right. Because it puts oxygen in your blood, yeah. So I'll have to really look up, do research on the uh, oxygen breathing. Yeah. See, that's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. I, lo- I love getting suggestions from you guys, you know? You're awesome. Oh, thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. I do appreciate you guys. Okay. Well, I appreciate We appreciate thank your you. feedback. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you guys for taking okay. my call again. You're welcome. All right. Thank you. Take care. Uh-huh, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, let's let's use the last 10 minutes of the show with, you know, well, and talk about higher spiritual ideas, well, um, ideals, ideas, ideals. I mean, a lot of these questions today were about, you know, where to live, how how to increase your health. And, yeah, we're here to offer suggestions in relation to our orientation and what we're connected to. Um, You were bringing up the matter of, you know, how do you define destiny as opposed to uh, chance or uh, self-involvement in one's life? Um, destiny factors are sometimes very hard to determine in a birth date because the numbers themselves won't signify destiny. The numbers themselves, on the karmic side, they, they signify a certain rigid sense of karmic past life energy. The years signify a certain sense of transcendent creative energy with some idea of what direction to go in. But what is raw destiny? Raw destiny comes by the sight of the third eye, not the sight of the birth birth date. date. Right, because the birth date, I mean, you can look at people that have destiny, destiny in their lives or they have have destiny in their lives is not the right way to say it, but that are destined to do something great and some of them have like really low numbers on the in the month and day and then maybe high numbers on the on the transcendent side of the birth date or they can have high there's no way to read it there's there's a multitude of different birth dates and combinations so it's not the birth date as you said no that requires the the uh third eye element it just as um there's nothing in a birth date that would suggest that a human being would be able to connect to their loved ones, if you want to call them that, that have crossed over, or they have access to, to having that option of, of, ha- of being uh, elevated to a psychic level where they can benefit. Some people actually come into the world with no application to psychic energy. They're actually opposed to it. They don't want to hear anything about it. Some people come in totally atheist, totally anti-spiritual. That is not going to be in a birthday. That comes from a different territory of interpretation, whether it's verbally sought out and you just discover it in the conversation, or whether you actually perceive someone's energy and through the energy field, you interpret their behavior or what they're 
up against or what they have in store for them. That's a whole different element of energy. And you must remember that mediums, people who talk to people on the other side, aren't necessarily psychics. Right. They're mediums. They're not equipped to tell the future. That's a whole different area. That's like saying a doctor, a neurologist can now be a gynecologist. They're under the same heading of doctor, heading. but they don't be neurologists. They don't prefer perform the same tasks. Right, but you know, you don't like when I encountered you first. You know, I was used to people calling themselves mediums, mediums. You know, that's the big name, the Long Island medium. Mediums usually famous, um, famous uh, psychics attach themselves to that title medium and you called yourself a psychic now that title of being psychic was all-encompassing yeah of being a medium people don't understand that well what kind of readings do you do do you do a healing yeah. reading psychic do you do is a, a broader term that covers a wider area than saying uh, i'm a medium or, or i read cards or, or a tarot you know, card or a graphologist numerolo- numerologist blah 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 Psychic Psychics is cover a, a broader, broader range of energy. So they're sort of like a general practitioner. but Though most more specialized. The more specialized than a general practitioner, because a general practitioner will just send you to the orthopedist, you know? Well, in a sense. I mean, the, I'm, I'm using the attitude of general, because you use, psychics generalize over a series of different aspects of being psychic. So it's an all-encompassing word, but the the psychic element itself would suggest some sense of specialty. But do psychics, can psychics reach out to people who have crossed over? No, not all, not all people who say they're psychic can do that. Some psychics will just say, look, I'm psychic. Don't go to that store tomorrow. I'm psychic. You're going to get $100. Psychics don't. Just because you say you're psychic, it doesn't necessarily mean you can cover all areas. But an all-encompassing psychic can can branch out in such a way that that terminology somewhat clumsily expresses a broad range of abilities. Um, but again, just because someone says they're psychic doesn't mean they can cover all areas. That's right. Yeah, so it works both ways. And there are psychics that aren't spiritual at all. There are people that are psychic that can give people information about their lives, but they may not connect to any form of spirituality, or they may be spiritual, but on the dark side of spirituality, you know? You know, it's writers, you know, historical writers, mystery writers, there's genres. Right. And a general writer may dabble a little bit and maybe they wrote a mystery or maybe they wrote a, wrote a western so you know the word writer as opposed to a mystery writer or a supernatural writer uh, it, it, it can suggest a broader range but again you have to sort of tap into the person and say what are your specialties what, what, are your what do you do because the third eye is, a, is an all encompassing eye but its range of accuracy can vary among various psychics. Right. Right. And you can be a psychic and get information. 
but the interpretation of that information, you know, a good, a great psychic knows how to interpret the information they get because you can talk to a person that's been to a psychic, say you're doing a reading with someone who's been to a psychic and the psychic may have gotten specific information about the person, but they guide them completely into the wrong area of life. Yeah. I mean, that is a really important, important part of being a psychic is knowing how to guide someone and how to interpret. What was it? A, a, someone had, you know, a dream book. We were talking about someone who looked up, I don't want to really be specific about what it was invading the home, yeah. insect species. And they said, oh, well, this means abundance. And it, and it doesn't. Okay. You look at that, that specific species and you said, what do they do? They pillage. It doesn't mean abundance because you looked in a dream book. So. Well, you know, one of my worst experiences was when somebody, years ago, somebody came to a reading. They weren't that highly educated. And I gave a reading and he said, you know, I don't get you at all. And I go, why? He goes, why aren't you telling me any jokes? I'm a writer and I'm here to collect jokes. I go, jokes? He He said, I thought you were a psychic. No. I said, no, I'm not psychic. That's that's what we're doing with the last 90 seconds of the show. Yeah, that's what we're doing the last. Okay, you gotta I be guess... careful. Pronounce your words correct. <laughs> don't don't okay. mistake a psychic for a psychic. Well, I guess it's we started with a laugh yeah. and ended with a laugh. <laughs> okay, we're back on on Friday on the air on Friday, and I don't know what time we're gonna do. Maybe later. We'll see. And um, we'll speak to you then. Bye-bye.